All right, Triple C, the Schmo's going to drop the beans right now. A couple of hours ago, we had Kai Kara Front in the Schmo Zone studios. Of course, the Schmo asked him about you. How could we not? You ready for this? Bring it on. All right, here we go. I think he should just stick to being a dad and just stay retired. I don't know. I just feel like it's past his time now. Obviously, he's done really well and double champ. You know, there's not many that can say that. Uh, being on his team in the Ultimate Fighter season 24, you got to see the real Suhudo obviously before he became Triple C and all that. So I know him quite well. Um, and whenever I've seen him, you know, he's only we've only had a good relationship, and he's always been um, giving me good advice on on my career. And um, only he's, he's only ever wanted the best for me, even though you know we talk a lot of shit together um, to each other. Um, you know, we we support each other, uh, but I feel like you know. He's a bad matchup for Alex. He, he's going to get himself hurt if he wants to fight him. Um, and I just feel like he's just a bit too small for um, featherweight. But, you know, I don't want to ever count people out because a lot of people say I'm too small um, for my weight class. But for Alex, oh, so for Henry, I just feel like, yeah, a bantam weight was, was a good weight for him because he's quite compact and um, still got the speed. But featherweight, uh, it's just they're, they're big boys and um, I don't feel like he can... Um, carry this power over to featherweight but you know that that's that's what makes fighting so great is you just <laughs> never know um but yeah I, I feel like he's always teasing that the idea it, it's just trying to stay relevant really but yeah if you're seeing the pseudo <laughs> stay retired bro you don't want it stay retired brother oh my god just another hater that's under five four can you believe that smoke the bad matchup is honestly Sir Volkanovski because he's never fought somebody. And he, he's, he's right. I'm short, compact, and I'm strong. There's two things that would, difficult, that would make it difficult for uh, Alexander the Average, and that's my speed and my wrestling. It's my IQ, man. It doesn't matter who I fight. I am going to go out there and take him out. Anyways, Kai Karafanshu, dirty Kiwi. I get it, though. You're backing up your friend Alexander the Average. But I tell you what, man, they gave me that opportunity. I'm going to show you why. I am the history maker. Bend hey, the, the schmoo knew you would love that, huh? Bend the knee, man. From a father to a father, he wants you to stay retired. <laughs> and with that said, welcome oh, hold back. On, hold on, what? Hold what? on, what? what? Once you make it, you really can become a father. Like, I am ready to be a dad. You know what I mean? I am ready. I'm doing it now, but that's because I accomplished all these accolades. Kai Care of France can't do that. How can you be a dad full-time? And, and, and be a fighter full-time. This is why it, it's hard for people that are in that position to become the absolute best in the world. But Triple C did it right. I had my fun at 34 years old. I decided to pop my first kid. What's up? Well, all right. You're going to interrupt the schmo? Then let's just say this. Ali Abdulaziz, your manager, he says you're coming back in 2022. You're always teasing it, Triple C, man. All these guys, they're commenting on you coming back, not coming back. Just drop the bombshell already. Tell us you're coming back. Stay tuned. Watch. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep pressing him. And with that said, <laughs> welcome back to the Triple C and Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo. We already know you're a double champ champ. You got the Olympic gold medal. He's Henry Cejudo. What's up, Schmo? Let's go, man. Let's get this time rolling because time is money and money is time. Last week, the Schmo was in Miami for Habib Narmagomedov's Eagle FC press conference. And then a couple days later, you are there. 
dry rehearsal because congratulations, Triple C. You're joining the, the Eagle SE commentary team. How was it over the weekend for you, man, for that dry rehearsal? Oh, man, I tell you what, Shmo, these people are just professionals, man. They know that they're going to attack Khabib to their name that they got to do things right. So everything from the commentating to the fights to the lighting to the music uh, to the spectators, it's not going to be open just like to the public. Like it's going to be a pretty cool invite only uh, league that's just going to, it's, 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 I believe it's going to revolutionize a lot. It reminds me a lot of like the Apex but it's just a little bit better because these people took over a whole TV studio and it's, and it's an arena. It's super, super cool. I can't wait. Yeah, the Schmo was there a couple days before you, and we walked away with something similar. It seemed like the apex of the West Coast. And by the way, the last time the Schmo was in that building, we were four or five years old. We got slimed, and we got pied in the face. The old Viacom Nickelodeon studios, they took over over there. The Schmo had those nostalgic memories come alive, but it's a huge facility. They're building the gym there. The Schmo was there in attendance. Habib announces he's making a 165-pound weight division. Who would have thought? That's what the Schmo's been asking for for years. 165, he said he's going to do the 175 increments of 10. There's still going to be the gap, it seems, with 185 and 205. No commitment to the female divisions, but Habib, Adam Blood, adding sweat equity into the mixed martial arts game. We love it. More competition, more eyes on the sport, only a good thing. And Felicia Spencer's joining your team too, huh? Yeah, she is, man. She was actually pretty, pretty cool to meet. I think everybody gets surprised when they kind of meet Triple C too. They're like, oh, I thought you were different. But it was super cool to, you know, to see athletes literally commentate, man, not just like some guys who have never fought before. So it's, it was cool, Schmo. It was cool what, what, what they're creating and uh, a lot of bigger surprises that they have going on. As you know, it's going to be gym versus gym. It's going to be ATT versus Alpha Male. It's going to be, you know, uh, Kings versus Fight Ready. It's, it's going to be super, super cool, man, what they plan on doing. And the storylines that they're planning on coming up with, I think it's going to be second to none. Let's just get right into the gold medal moment. We're not going to do silver. We're not going to do bronze. Let's talk about the gold medal moment. The Schmo was there a couple nights ago. Well, Jake Paul knocked out Tyrone Woodley, man. We got to get your thoughts on this because, listen, every single person Jake Paul stood in the squared circle with now, he's knocked out. Triple C, what's your thoughts? Man, I tell you what, this fight had me about sleeping until that sixth round came, and it's unfortunate because Tyrone Woodley was actually winning that boring fight, but he happened to just keep those. He just kept that left hand down, and slowly but surely... Jake Paul threw that hammer and knocked him out cold. I tell you what, the fight was boring. The knockout was great. I mean, talk about a complete face plan by Tyron Woodley. Man, I tell you what, man, Jake Paul, whether we hate him or love him, the dude is taking this by storm. And if you really think about it, man, Tyron Woodley is making this dude into a star, made him into a star because of the simple fact that he beat a former UFC champion, sadly to say. Hey, but if you look at the Showtime scorecards, they were giving Jake Paul some of those rounds. The Schmo had only two round two and round four in Jake Paul's favor. I do believe Tyron Woodley was winning the fight. Yes, it was boring fight. They would keep wrapping each other up. Tyron Woodley would keep wrapping him up and everything like that. Tax the body, gets the knockout with the face, face plants. Listen, everything Jake Paul said he was going to do, the guy's done it. There he is, screaming in the mic, I'm going to knock you out, I'm going to knock you out. He gives the guy a Rolex. He gifted him a Rolex before the fight, saying that, guess what? 
He's going to take away the time. He's going to knock him out. And he did that, man. Everything he says he's going to do, he delivers. Listen, he wanted to fight Tommy Fury, a true boxer, <laughs> right? Tommy Fury, he fumbled. He withdraws from the fight. You got Woodley stepping up short notice. There you go. He takes the fight. He wins the fight. Here's the Schmo's two things, though. One, all right, another UFC fighter that he beats. Not a professional boxer. Great. But listen, the guys that he's calling out, the Nate Diaz's, the Jorge Masvidal's, those guys fought at 155 and fight at 170. This guy, every single time he weighs in, it's 190 pounds. Why doesn't he call out at least a middleweight UFC fighter if he's going to keep calling out UFC fighters? He's got both those things working in his favor between the size and also they're not traditional boxers. At least give us one, us as in the MMA community, right, Triple C? Um, but you know what? Not really, Shmo. I like the fact that he's going with lighter guys because he needs some type of advantage. You know what I mean? It's a shame on the guys that are allowing him to win. That's the way I see it. I think, uh, I think I, man, he can pick whoever he wants. Whoever wants to really fight Jake Paul, I think, the, I think you guys should fight him because it is an easy payday. You know, you got Nate Diaz. You got George Masvidal. Whether, like I said, whether we hit him or love him, and there is a line from here to Yugoslavia because everybody wants to fight him, and then there is a payday. The problem is, is will Dana White allow them to fight him? That's the biggest thing because somebody at 190 would kill him, Schmo. You know, it just happens to be that Tyron Willie's been on a, what is it, six, seven fight losing streak? Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the deal is, but either way, man, this dude is becoming a star. I just don't get it, and I'm just kind of just sick of talking about him, but that's just the way it is, man. Congratulations. Yeah, well, why won't any other major boxer, aside from Clarissa Shields, fight in mixed martial arts? Uh, they, they, they don't have the skill set. You know, they will... It's different, man. Uh, boxing, being a pure boxer and going into to wrestling, even Clarissa, she was looking how terrible she looked in the cage. Terrible. And they're trying to feed her somebody that was supposed to be, that she was supposed to be. And it's just different, Schmo. These dudes wouldn't last a minute in that cage with Triple C. All right, now let's circle back to Jake Paul, your favorite comment, or as Colby Covington likes to call him, Snake Paul. Yes, the Schmo interviewed Colby Covington last week, too, one of your favorite humans. <laughs> Who the hell does Jake Paul fight next? Because there is no clear-cut guy. I mean, bet online, let's pull this up. They came out with some odds. They got Anderson Silva at 3-1, to one, Tommy Fury at 7-2, to Dylan Dennis is on this list at 7-1, to one. Nate Diaz 7-1, to one. Conor McGregor 15-2, to two. Jorge Masvidal 15-2, to two. Darren Williams, the NBA guy who got it done, which, by the way, was not a split decision. Should have been a unanimous decision against Frank Gore. 9-1, to one, Floyd Mayweather, 12-1, to one, KSI, another YouTuber, 12-1, to one, who beat his brother Logan Paul, I might add. Oscar De La Hoya, 12-1, to one, Mike Tyson, 25-1, to one, and Canelo at 33-1. to one. Triple C, man, who do you think Jake Paul fights next? I say Jake Paul continues his hype train. I say he goes up against uh, Dylan Dennis. I mean, they had talked about it before. I think I think you take him out, then you go over to Tommy Fumbles, and then you pick somebody big like Canelo, somebody, some somebody with a big name, or maybe even a Conor McGregor. Because you know what, man, Dana can say what he wants to say, but money talks, and I believe that this guy can bring the numbers with these next two fights. I believe they will give him somebody. I believe they will give him a shark. So. Jake, Jake the Snake, Paul, if you're watching this, man, get a couple more fights, man. Then go go over. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that he beats, honestly, Conor McGregor. I swear to you, I don't.
I don't think he needs to get caught to needs to fight Dylan Dennis to get the Conor McGregor. I see what you're saying, but I don't I think, think it so. helps. I think I think it I think it helps Schmo. I think it helps because not only Won't not only does he beat him. Not only does he beat him, it doesn't matter. What you do is you invest you invest in that fight with Conor. You beat him. You beat Dylan Dennis. You knock him out. I guarantee you Conor will be knocking on that door because that's yeah, his but, buddy, that's his training partner. And I, you know what I'm saying? That's the only way. Listen, Conor McGregor doesn't need any money. He really doesn't. As of right now, everything that he does is all based on ego. He's never going to win that UFC belt, but he will help his buddy. And he just, he's, he's, he's an attention whore to say the least. We can agree to disagree because Dylan Dennis versus Jake Paul will sell no pay-per-views. It won't get the job done. He can lure him with other fights. Most likely, the Schmo thinks from this list, it'll be Tommy Fury. But the most legit fight that I believe Jake Paul should be fighting, the Schmo believes, it should be Anderson the Spider Silva, who beat a legit boxer the last time Anderson Silva was boxing, who would have titles if he chose the route of boxing rather than MMA. He's got a true skill set in this sport, and it's actually Jake Paul weight size and a couple months ago after he got the victory over Cesar Chavez Jr. Dana White in the post fight press conference said listen Anderson Silva might be the best combat sports athlete of all time so now if you're Jake Paul you hear this you listen to this you fight him and if you could beat Anderson Silva now you can run with the narrative that you're the greatest combat sports athlete of all time and if that can't draw Conor McGregor to fight you what can there you go Man, that's good, but I, I don't know about the greatest combat athlete of all time. You beat Chavez, but he ain't, he ain't a two-sport world champion, so he's not the greatest combat athlete of all time. Just FYI. But you might be right, Schmo. If Anderson, if Anderson Silva gets it, he, he wants to pay day. I would love for Anderson Silva to make some money. That would be the fight to make. But I just don't think Jake Paul and his team are willing to take that fight because Anderson Silva is swift. And, he, and he's good with his hands. He would be a legit boxer if he decided to box in his earlier days. But that's all that has to be told. Now let's go on to some pillow fights. Bum, 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 bum. We just already said who Jake <laughs> Fall should fight. Next. Jake Fall, Jake Paul, Snake Paul, whatever you want to call him, should fight next. We talked about that. Tyron Woodley. What do you think's next for Tyron? Oh man, I think Tyron should. I think he should fight the NFL player. The NFL player that was, uh, that was. I don't know what. I don't, watch, I don't Bell. watch football that much. Le'Veon Bell, the running back, former running back. Yeah, yeah. But I, again, dude, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. If if there were to fight, I'm gonna have to give it to that Le'Veon Beckham dude. I just do, man. I just don't think Tyron has really. I just don't think he's really. He's there, man, mentally. So I would just bet everything against 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 Woodley at this point, man, because he's just not looking well. How about Masvidal? Masvidal, I would like to see Masvidal still go up against Leon Edwards, but after Edwards fights the Nigerian Nightmare, because he does deserve it, man. And he's been shelved, and they have that beef with each other, and hopefully they can run it back. I think that Masvidal should be fighting Kobe Covington on The Ultimate Fighter, and you just brought up Leon Edwards. Now that Bilal Muhammad beat Wonder Boy, the fight to make for the schmo, the best fight right now if you're the UFC to make, Title eliminator right now, Leon Edwards below Muhammad two. Winner of that gets Usman for the title shot. That's fair as fair. Conor McGregor. I guess it'd be July. The Schmo's gonna guess when he comes back. How about McGregor? Yeah, Con yeah, Conor McGregor. I wouldn't be surprised if Conor McGregor slides in and uh, and he ends up fighting. Uh, he ends up fighting for the belt. This is what I'm afraid of because I, I I feel like J Justin Gaethje has uh, has proven himself. 
I think I think a good fight for maybe even a Conor McGregor would, would be a would be a uh, maybe a Michael Chandler. That's the only fight that I could really see that he could possibly win. But uh, I'm not sure, man. I, th- I think McGregor. I think McGregor should probably go back to featherweight. In reality, I don't. I don't think. I think he struggled to make 45. But I think if he was to go down and maybe get a title shot at that time, against uh, against maybe Alexander the Average or whatever it may be. I mean, it is what it is, dude. I, I don't know, Schmo. <laughs> a fight the Schmo's wanted to see for years. If he's not booked by that point, why not McGregor versus Tony Ferguson? There you go. How about Nick Diaz? Dana recently said he shouldn't fight again when he had an ESPN interview. Yeah, and that's crazy, man, that Dana should say that. I, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you give him a fight and all of a sudden you see him fight for X amount of years. Oh, I don't think you should fight. Whatever, man. I think I think I would love to see I would love to see Nate go up against Robbie Lawler again. They're one and one now, Schmo. Yeah. I felt like with the, with the I'm sorry, Nick. If Nick yeah. had the, another good training camp and another good sparring session with a lot of great boxers, I think Robbie Lawler is a great fight for him. He pretty much he pretty much couldn't fight because of exhaustion, and a lot of that exhaustion just comes from experience. But if he's been in the gym, you get him a second rematch with Robbie Lawler. I think Nick gets it done. And last but not least, Dana White has also said in that interview, Rose versus Carla Esparza two is next. So what's next for Wei Li? Triple C. She's gonna be coming back to fight. Ready? Who do you want to see Wei Li fight next? Title eliminator. Man, there's a, there's two people. There's either, there's either uh, Marina Rodriguez or Joanna Jojcik too. So she has a couple options there. So it all depends on her or, or, or where she wants to take it. But those are two good fights that she could potentially have. And uh, she'll be back at Fight Ready in February. And uh, I think she's looking to you know catch a house out here and maybe move out permanently to Fight Ready. And now the debut of Ask. See anything presented by Bluemon. Hey, Triple C, baby. I know you like your Bluemon. I know you got your samples of all that. Look at those. You got five different styles there. The Schmo's favorite one. We love this, baby. The fish sample. It keeps it nice and clean. And don't you notice it doesn't flake and all that typical stuff with hair gel and hair paste? It's good stuff, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It's not like, you, you know, you've seen the movie, uh, what is it, Once uh, Once Upon Mary? Or what's that movie called? Uh, Some- something About Mary. <laughs> something About Mary with the gel in your hair. You're not going to go through that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're to use Blue Mom, man, this is the best wax Gel in the damn country. I tell you what, man, my hair is looking like fire. What's up? That's right. And you got right there the size where you have five different samples right there. They got their Ascend Volume Cream. You got to check it out. You got to use the promo code Henry. 10% off. You won't be disappointed. Get the sample stuff, too. They have an online quiz for your hair texture and style. The Schmo loves this one. You want to look like the Schmo? You want to get that nice uh, fade going to the side right there? There we go. It's a fifth sample. Let's get this thing going. We asked you, the fans, what questions do you have for us? All right, let's kick it over to Jack Edidin from Northbrook. Triple C, if you were to ever step into a WWE or AEW ring, who from the MMA world would you bring along to be your tag team partner? Ooh, let me tell you. If I was to be in AEW, I'd bring the schmo. We go out there and schmo everybody over. Ooh, 
Smoke to the moon and beyond. All of these wrestlers better watch out because the schmo's got more than the people's elbow. Let me tell you that. All right. All right. There it is. Now let's go on to Uriel Sikorsky Brenner. Hey, schmo. Love your work. Henry, I consider you to be one of the best fighters of all time. I think a great comeback fight for you would be either Pyotr Jan or Alexander Volkanovsky. Do you fancy either one of those fights? Please let me know. Happy holidays, gentlemen. Oh, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. I, I like both of those fights. I think uh, the, the only fight that really entices me is uh, is Alexander the Average. I think uh, I think if Pyotr continues to keep winning, like I said, man, we could do it in Russia. But as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm a prize fighter. I fight for money. This is why I started my life. And, uh, you know, Let's if we can if we, if the if the numbers could make sense, I would be willing to fight Peter Young in Russia and beat him up in front of his own people. How about that? All right, let's go to some fan questions in written form. Let's start with Jimbo. Addressed to both of us. What are your favorite animals, and how do you think that animal would go about peeling a banana? Well, let's go back. Under, because the schmo's got his boomerang, and let's talk about a kangaroo. How would a kangaroo eat a banana? It would take the banana, put it on the ground, and start punching at it left and right all over the place. It smushes it, and then you got little smush banana like mashed potatoes. You got smush banana. That's how the kangaroo would eat it. Man, I'm gonna have to go with the rat. I'm gonna have to go with the rat and how they do it. Man, they literally eat inside. They literally bite their way through it. I mean, it's had to be before. I used to sleep at the gym. Uh, Back in the day at Central Boxing Club after I won the Olympics. And I'll never forget it because these damn rats used to eat inside of these bananas. Disgusting to bust. So by the time I wake up from a nap, I'm like, why, is, why the hell is half of my banana missing? True story. The sickest shit ever. But that's the only thing I know is how animals or this animal will eat a banana. And then let's go to Fury Pickles. Who are your dream fights to see within the current roster, all weight classes? The Schmo's just going to modify this question. I'll give you the Schmo's dream fight. Alexander Volkanovsky, Henry Cejudo, 145-pound title on the line. I like it. What else, Schmo? What else? What about John Bones Jones fighting the winner of the heavyweight strap? Cyril Gaon or Francis Ngannou? That winner. Schmo wants to see it. We want to see Kobe Covington against Orhey Masvidal, ultimate fighter. We want to see Leon Edwards fighting Bilal Muhammad too. Damn, I said, you know what, Schmo, you're good at that stuff. Yeah, you're, uh, yeah, but, but you know what? Let's not count out Chemayev, man. I would, I would love to see Chemayev, even a Chemayev against a Kobe Covington. Let's see how good Chemayev really is because I am super high on that dude, and I believe he will destroy Kobe. I believe he would destroy the majority of the people at 170 pounds. The only one that could, the only one that could beat Chimaev is Kamaru Usman. But I think everybody else, I think he just takes to school. No joke. Let's see Chimaev fight Usman. Let's see Chimaev fight the style bender at 185. Why not? Man, I th I think Chimaev at 185 pounds, especially against a style like style bender, I think it's an easy fight for him. He's big, he's nasty, he's ferocious. 
when people praise and talk about wrestling like he does, it just makes you dangerous because they're not worried about this. They're going to hurt you. They're going to, he's going to get on top of you. Khabib style. And he's going to hurt you. Chimaev is dangerous. And I understand why nobody at the, in the 170 pound weight division wants to fight the damn man. Except Neil Magny. And with that said, that wraps up the debut segment of Ask the Anything brought to you by Bloomon. Get your Bloomon. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a program update for you. We will be off next week for the Christmas holidays. But make sure you subscribe on the YouTube. Listen anywhere you get your podcast. We will be back after Christmas. We'll have some awards. Follow Triple C and the Schmo on Instagram. And uh, happy holidays, huh? Right, Triple C? Happy holidays, everybody. And don't forget, before I leave, to bend the knee. What's your name? I am Triple C. I am the Schmo. And we are...